Hi, this is David, and here are the Grumpy Old Coders, and I'm with Thomas. Uh, Hello. Thomas, uh, hey. Yeah, uh, today's episode was originally about another topic, right? But uh, yeah, to be honest, even if our last episode is already a while, was a while ago, we didn't really find the time to prepare it in a, in a proper way. Uh, Thomas, would you like to talk a bit about yeah, what we will record the sure, next time then? Sure, yeah, it, it's very generous that you say we, because uh, I didn't get around to do the preparation for it. I'm about 20% on the preparation, and it's about... Uh, it's a it's a new book it's a relatively new book called the alignment problem which is by the way written by the same guy who wrote my other favorite book algorithms to live by and it's about uh challenges in machine learning for example uh challenge challenges about bias right so for example if you imagine a model for face recognition and it turns out a lot of the early models were very bad at uh, detecting minorities. So maybe black people or or even worse, female black people, mm -hmm. right? Double minority. That was detected very poorly. And the reason was, of course, the training data set didn't include that many. Kind of by definition, doesn't include as many minority people as majority people. And, you know, approaches on how to mitigate that, um, other things about bias, is uh, in text recognition. If you feed all the text in the world that exists, the entire corpus, into a model, what you find at the end is that you get all the biases, the biases of society into that model as well. So imagine a, a model that allows you to do, well, that that creates vectors, so to say, out of out of words, right? So every word is sort of categorized into a number of mm -hmm. dimensions, which allows you to do vector calculations. And and yeah, you know, or similar or, or, or similar similar words, yeah. yeah, right. So and and you know you can do vector algorithms or, or vector mathematics using that model. And it turns out that if you do things like doctor minus man plus woman, the model says nurse, right? When it, in fact, it should say doctor again. So there's inherent gender bias in these things because yeah, the maybe, training data is biased. And there are various... various because the training data is biased. Because exactly. the training, the training data, data is, is inspired yeah. by real data and people are biased and societies that's, are biased. That's it. Meaning the, the model just reflects this. In the yeah, but, but you can't yeah. just accept that, right? So for instance, going back to the face recognition, um, it, one of the earliest models in uh, Google, well, not earliest, uh, Google Photos uh, in 2015, uh, there was a bug discovered. Uh, it classified black people as gorilla, right? So the, the category was gorilla. I'm, I'm seeing a gorilla in this picture, is what the model said. So racist, a racist model. Basically. Yeah, so, so you can see why that is problematic. And still by 2018, that problem wasn't fixed properly. So all that Google did was to uh, remove the category gorilla, ape, chimpanzee from that Google Photos model. So still in 2018, if you presented, well, an actual gorilla to that model, the model would say, I have no idea what that is, right? So it was sort of manually blocked. They, they didn't, by that time, fix the problem because it, it's very hard to fix and that's the sort yeah, of thing the book um, talks really, about uh, the, the only way <clears throat> the only way how you can fix it is to kind of use different training data right and well yeah exactly well that's that's one of the mitigations but as i say i'm, I'm going through the preparations and hopefully i can yeah maybe there are other mitigations i'm not aware of but uh, i mean mm. I, I think we talked about it a bit in the past at the end right there was or sounds like fancy stuff machine learning and it obviously is but at the end or uh, what such a network does is it or model does it approximates a function right so meaning if the function yeah. which it approximates is is racist <laughs> by our <laughs> definition of racism right i mean it's actually a really philo philosophical question if the function which you the model is actually racist the model is not no right? but the 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 input data was racist um, let's say right the training which, data which yeah. turns out that exactly yeah. which turns out that the 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 approximation of the function or is 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 turning is resulting 
writing in a racist research, which doesn't mean that the function proceed is racist, right? Any, anyway, <clears throat> interesting topic, and we will talk about it next week or next uh, week. It's a bit too high a promise, so let's say, <laughs> maybe during next the next year. episode. Next year, maybe. <laughs> next year. Yeah. Next year, yeah. In January, maybe. Ah, man, we have December, so we actually need to kind of have a retrospective episode as well, right? So we need to oh, yeah. meet again for retrospective. <laughs> Oh, man, I, I you make it sound this. like a chore. Oh, <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, let's do that. Well, I'm up. Yeah, we we need to have a retrospective first, and then in January um, we will have this uh, this kind of uh, bias in in machine learning or artificial intelligence. Let's say right. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Yes. So today we are just talking about random stuff, right? Yeah. Ah, nah, <laughs> <laughs> Would actually also be good, right? To just have like, hey, how was your day today? And um, yeah, what did you do? My day was very not fancy, I would say, right? It was really busy or having a lot of meetings, talking with people. How was your day, uh, Thomas? Uh, it was good. It was good. We're, we're doing, well, that's the thing, right? We're doing a prototype. Uh, in AWS that I'm not allowed to talk about, but it's quite uh, high impact. But uh, perfect conditions for a podcast. Uh, exactly. Right? <laughs> so this is my anecdote, right? I'm doing stuff that I can't talk about. There you go. Uh, but but it's good. We're coming to the end. I think there's a final. The final handover is next week. Tomorrow is a customer demo, and we're just cramming in sort of additional features that we hope to to demo. And and yeah, sorry, I can't talk about any more details yeah but, that's yeah. fine that's fine my 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 topic uh, right now is more about um, getting my head around uh, how good documentation actually needs to look like and stuff like this right so more kind of professionalization in, in the context of content creation i mean i created a lot of content already about uh, around training material but uh, let's say documentation has different requirements than, than training material right and so i i still need to get uh, a little bit up to speed um, how we are or how i can kind of influence documentation in the project i'm, I'm part of yeah. in, a, in a positive way a anyway it's it's fine so um yeah, yeah. are, are um, you so doing advent actual... of code sorry just a random interjection are you aware of advent of advent, code advent of code no i'm not it's, it's, uh, but it's I, I did read about it on twitter right? uh, so yeah. Filippo, the, the founder of redis posted a bit of stuff about uh, advent of code and uh, participated um, I, I actually didn't find the time to to even investigate it. I so it's basically like a Christmas calendar where you need to do coding tasks. It's or, a Christmas. It? It's exactly that a Christmas calendar with coding tasks. Very importantly, a leaderboard, right? So you can create a private leaderboard and do it with your friends. See who, you know, you, you don't actually get points for doing the challenge well. You just get points if you submit first, right? So if you submit first, you get 10 points. If you submit second, you get nine points and so on, right? And okay. if, if you don't so you submit... Can post a day, shitty... Uh, and by which measure is it complete? Because it is complete, right. A so, test case. Right. So the thing is, uh, uh, you know, a, a task is explained, right? Of course, it's Christmassy, so you have to do something for the elves. Oh, the elves have a problem. They want to update their center scanner and don't have enough... Uh, space on the device to update it so you need to go through the virtual so the, the given directory system and find a directory that has that will free up enough space so they can do the update so basically the task is a bit of tree traversing and tree scanning mm -hmm. and algorithms okay little, little tasks like that so it takes maybe half an hour each day to do it so it's totally doable and right so you get an input which is sort of the directory tree and then you have to enter the answer for your particular input into the website and then you know if, if you have the right answer then the, the the point is given to you that's how it works so basically a, a simple black box test that's it yeah that there's no point in having the algorithm be performance or maintainable you just need to get to the answer basically Okay, 
fine, fine. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, I no, I didn't find the time to do this, right? Um so it's good fun. <laughs> really good fun. fun time to open the Christ, my Christmas calendar together with my kids right now. But any anyway, it's <laughs> but I'm eating too much chocolate, right? This is also something oh, that's kind of a problem during the Christmas time, right? People sending me boxes full of chocolates, which is indeed nice, right? But uh, and if I say people, I mean our parents. Yes, right? <laughs> the usual suspects. <laughs> uh, but at the end, uh, right, you're, you're getting fat and eating too much chocolate. Anyway, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it is how it is. So now actual topic of today is we wanted to talk a bit about a project which I started. And this is kind of our fallback um, topic for today, right? Because we don't do this bias or in a male stuff. Uh, but um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, a project which I started as a weekend project, which is around uh, a code camp for kids. And I don't have yet a lot of experience exercising the, the code camp, but I, I kind of I'm in the preparation phase, let's say, right? So I have a kind of idea developed how I would like to do it. And I think what we can do is I can just share this idea and then uh, you, Thomas, can can kind of give me your honest feedback and we can chat a bit about uh, uh, options great. or whatever, right? This is, uh, this is the plan today, right? So now, um, first of all, the idea here is that the learning objectives are that a kit or kid means between 12 and 16 years old by the way right i later i realized that maybe kids in this age don't want to be called kids but okay fine it's anyway called code camp for kids young, young adults not uh, yeah. yeah not code camp for for teens uh so meaning um what we basically have is we have in the first step um that they need to, or they should be able to understand the python programming basics this is one of the objectives right then they should learn somehow to model software and how to build it from the ground up right mm -hmm. and they should be able to write code that fulls a set of requirements i mean this is kind of aligned with the the previous one and then um yeah one of the other uh, objectives is that they should have an idea about how to work with databases and i would like to give them also an idea about uh, some client server stuff right so mm -hmm. actually something which relates to how the the world wide web um, and maybe web application development works so no the idea is to have four weeks here. Uh, so we have four weeks. Every week has uh, basically a session of two hours whereby um, the session is kind of broken up into something like half an hour theory plus maybe demo. Then there is a break. Uh, then there is a kind of simple exercise, maybe something which is cognitively not too challenging in the first step. And then in the next step, there there is some transfer or capability needed in order to uh, transfer the knowledge which you gained by listening to the theory hopefully and the simple exercise to an actual project uh, let's say right um, so this is the the, the setup um, so meaning at the end it's four times two hours right so eight hours of duration right the, the whole the whole hour oh, so it's two hours every week for four weeks mm -hmm. is what you're exactly. saying so that sounds good. Yeah, exactly. you so could. the idea is that we, exactly, include including the breaks. I mean, or subtract the breaks. It's maybe not two hours, but yeah. Yeah. This is the. I, I mean, we could more. I thought it's maybe a little bit too stressful, right? Two uh, hours for is fine. Them and me. No, you can't do three and hours with kids at a time. I think two hours is exactly. is good. Exactly. Exactly. Two hours is kind of the maximum, I think. Right. <laughs> so, because uh, the attention drops already after 10 minutes, I guess. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I, good. I, I then... was around that age when I was in the coding club. So, that was my first exposure. So, uh, by the way, I find it absolutely great that you do this. Absolutely amazing. I really applaud you for it. It's really good. You know, I, I, saw, your, yeah. I, I saw your photo of the room that you've set up. It's pretty cool. Yeah, actually, yeah. training room setup was one something which kept me a bit uh, uh, busy over the weekends. Or so uh, it's more than you think, right? So what <laughs> I did is maybe I can talk about this a bit. So I need to paint the room. I need to kind of reorganize oh, a bit. Oh, you painted uh, make it, it. A bit more. 
yeah, I did paint some walls, uh, I did paint, uh, it was initially a very kind of, um, yeah, unfancy room, let's say, right? So it had basically white walls, uh, just some desks in, inside it, or uh, some some I, not that fancy chairs I mean, and I, so on. So I like, know you like to do stuff yourself, right? But sort of painting, decorating, you could have paid someone to do it, right? Potentially, yes, but uh, yeah, I, I could have indeed. But <laughs> I, I thought it's a kind of a do-it-yourself project from the ground up. So I actually kind of pa painted uh, painted some walls. I, I kind of uh, got some decoration. Catherine, but you didn't build the house, me, right? But, uh, so you started with an existing nah, nah, house. Nah, nah, nah. So let's start checking. with the house. It's actually, go. It's it's kind of it's kind of a good idea, right? So meaning, <laughs> start with the house. Why do I actually have? a house where we can do this and it's like sounds a bit strange the question but it's not totally self-explaining i'm not doing this in my own house right i mean i'm, I'm not kind of opening my house up and let people in uh or ki other kids I, I have already kids four of them right but uh what i'm doing is i i kind of have a um yeah an office space where i have my recording studio and uh we also have a, a kind of um yeah let's say had a room which was initially the co-working space in this office space, let's say, right? And I decided to to rent this room in addition, right? As a as a kind of more dedicated office space to me, and uh, as a training room for this uh, project and the first step. I and see. Uh, now you might think, okay, isn't this expensive to rent this stuff? And maybe I mean, good. Um, me and IT, we we earn good money, I would say. But uh, the the thing is, the thing is, indeed. Potentially it would be, but I have to give credit to to kind of NGO here in in this town, right? Uh, the the Cult EV or EV, uh, EV, right? Uh, which is uh, kind of a local, um, yeah, we would say in German Verein, right? So I, I guess the best English translation is NGO. Is, is um, it like non-profit sort of charity sort of thing? Yeah, exactly. So they their their theme is basically culture, right? So they're okay. called, called Kult EV, and uh, what they basically do is they kind of support uh, projects around culture, typically, right? So okay. and, uh, culture means uh, art, music, uh, stuff like this, right? Mm -hmm. And um, again, my wife works in a museum, so they got in touch with them for for some. Uh, she got in touch with them for a bunch of projects, and they did something together, and I are uh, kind of got to know them and uh, they they rented an office building basically as a as a kind of a building for different several or several projects right there's a music school here there there's a kind of atelier room here and so on right uh, there's a kind of um, a central space where they um, have their their regular meetings um, there and so on right mm. so meaning meaning there is a bigger office building here which they rent um and uh, the uh, let's say town here is is kind of uh, giving money for this building as well and um so i i kind of got an agreement with them to to rent space for a comparably good amount of money it's it's fine so it's it's really not too expensive okay. which gives me a lot of freedom to do stuff within this community for the community as well and uh, this kids code camp is not something i'm monetizing on let's say it's it's kind of a way to give something back to this community in a sense right so meaning it's it's uh but i have to give credit to this uh, ngo let's say an organization yeah, as well great. right because I, I mean i get my office base and my studio and so on for a fair amount of money not too expensive let's say right but the the agreement there is that if you're part of this community then right you you also give something back to the community in a sense right so That's and great. Uh, so uh, right. one one what can I do as a techie, right? I can can give back something like educational services, maybe to to That's people that might benefit from it, and kids are uh, is a group are a group that might benefit from it. Say, right. That's fantastic. I I really love it. What can I say? It's really great. By the way, as uh, something so complete jump, um, in 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 the UK, right? So when you are working with children sort of underage people you need to have sort of a police background check that you can produce upon request i don't know if it's the same in germany right but in this country if, i never if heard are, a, i never heard about it so maybe this isn't a thing so. in germany right but here as soon as you are alone with children in some capacity you have to have a background check 
performed. I, I never point. heard about it, so I, I, I tend to ignore this. Fair <laughs> enough. Just, <laughs> let's, uh, just putting let, it out there, right? If it let, doesn't apply, it doesn't apply. I'm just uh, saying. Let's, is, let's say it this way. I, I think what you need to have in Germany, is, uh, by my best knowledge at least, is that uh, the, the parents of those children need to delegate the uh, or that, yeah. uh, the responsibility to you and you need to accept they this responsibility. They need to sign something right, or whatever. So yeah, yeah, got you. I mean, not that... I. And honestly, uh, I mean, such a police background check wouldn't be a big deal for me, right? Because of course I, not. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're very defensive but, uh, about this, um, but but yeah, uh, just just a formality. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> I think here it's fine if the parents basically agree that you take care of the kids uh, for a period of time and uh, you kind of have a verbal contract. Is good enough, right? I, sure. I, I mean, if I pay someone who t to take care of my kids for for an evening or so, whatever, right? And I. I I never heard about that this person needs to have a background check or something okay like maybe right. that doesn't it's, apply all right sorry so let's forget about it so you got paint on your walls then what did you do yeah then? okay so basically i, I kind of uh, re refactored this room a little bit by painting some walls by getting a bunch of um yeah devices by buying some uh, screens or uh, in total actually it's not a big room so what i have now is i have one or uh, work plates for the for the trainer so me and i have uh, four additional ones right so we have four seats basically um and i i kind of decided to decorate it a bit put some gaming chairs into it so something which makes kids also comfortable right it's like um I didn't want to have it look like a like a school, to be honest. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's like uh, that's cool. Some light, some more fancy lighting and whatever, right? Oh. It's, um, stuff like this. It's it's fine. So I mean, uh, and but the main uh, piece, uh, the main equipment there is the the fact that I decided for um, raspberries as the platform, the development platform. Right? Oh, these uh, in, in the keyboards, these 400s, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly, Raspberry Pi or Pi or 400, let's say, right? Which is a little bit like, a, I think it's a reference to the Amiga 500, so it's basically <laughs> a Raspberry, which is in a, in a keyboard as one device. And um, yeah, one one of the reasons why I decided for it is is basically that such a raspberry is kind of affordable, right? And mm -hmm. um, if you do something like a free code camp for kids, then you don't want to have the situation that only kids that can afford a laptop or a better computer or a MacBook or whatever, right, uh, can attend it. And you would also like to encourage or maybe kids to, to kind of continue with their with their development work at this later point of time, and uh, maybe not every family can actually afford or uh, uh, yeah actual macbook computer or whatever yeah. so meaning the entry the entry level for for something like this as a, the raspberry pi 5 400 let's say right i think is a good idea because everyone can basically get uh, for 130 euro or whatever mm -hmm. a functional computer right including mouse including keyboard obviously right and stuff like that that's fantastic because you know you started working on it now you want one at home right that works exactly the same so that makes a lot of exactly sense. yeah exactly and if i would have used something like uh like a macbook or whatever right i mean just making something up or, or an ibm or whatever right uh, Lino it's not IBM, it's Lenovo nowadays, right? If I would have used more expensive computers, then it would have been a bit more problematic for the kids uh, to, to basically maybe organize this for themselves. So side effect is uh, that uh, the computers which we are using are using Linux. So uh, basically they are installed that's with Ubuntu. Fine. I mean, for coding, yeah, it yeah, doesn't really make indeed. a difference, right? Exactly, for coding it doesn't really make a difference, but uh, and I actually also think that it is a good idea regarding this kind of open idea and so on, open the mind of people, mm -hmm. let them maybe experience here and there some some commands there, right, to find out that there is more than just Windows, right? And yeah, uh, I, I work I exclusively on Linux for over two years now, and before that I mm -hmm. begrudgingly worked on Windows within their Linux emulation, so it it does work. Yeah, I know, but uh, you also, it, it's fine. Different discussion, but uh, I, I know you hate Mac, right? You were once for a week or whatever <laughs> on a Mac, and then you sent it back, and uh, yeah, you went back to, to Linux or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's fine, right? I personally, 
I am personally working on Max only, right? Because I, uh, they are kind of having the same command set. So POSIX commands, yeah. right? You can use them or it's, they are a bit more maintenance free. But yeah, and sure, sure, right? Um, I also like Linux, but uh, for my daily work, I'm actually using a MacBook, right? Um, good. So sessions. Um, Four sessions. Sessions. The, yeah. The, yeah, four sessions exactly, and this is a bit uh, still work in progress, and I'm 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 still thinking about if or yeah, I'm not overwhelming the kids maybe a bit too much. Um, need to find out. Maybe I also need to exercise it. But um, the theory in session one basically is uh, computer basics, right? So I would like to explain them. What is a CPU actually? What is RAM? By having kind of practical examples, right? So practical examples like, uh, yeah, or like a shelf with boxes in it or whatever, right? To explain some some addresses and stuff like this, right? And then in the next step, or uh, maybe putting labels on those boxes and say, hey, okay, fine, this is now uh, kind of a variable name. So maybe having this a bit more physical in the in the first step. Quick interjection. Um, my wife, as you know, my wife for the you know, for the listener's benefit, my wife works in a school and a lot of that stuff they do, they actually, uh, they go to the point where, where they teach children in the second or third school year that they, they teach them the basics of Scratch and exactly those things. What's this, what's the CPU? What's the thing? What's the other thing? So it's probably worth sort of finding out if they know this already because you don't want to bore them. Right mm-hmm. in the exactly. So, so you know, it's, some it's might, worth checking. Some, yeah, exactly. Some might, some what? I'm not sure, right? The, the, the question. I mean, I know that, uh, for instance, in the gymnasium here, right, they know for sure, but I'm not sure if they already know this uh, from others. But uh, for instance, the regular school, so yeah, I should if they have this there, or maybe how should I don't want to kind of limit people based on their their experience, but indeed, uh, someone who takes part in it needs to kind of have a specific understanding okay anyway even if they already know it's maybe not uh, problematic to repeat some of the stuff in a, in, a, in a sense to kind of build this story up from the beginning um then what i would like to do is initially i thought about using scratch actually right but then i decided against it so my first idea was hey okay in scratch it's actually easy to do some simple games games right so what you can do is you can say hey there's this little cat you can animate mm. and whenever you you calculate or or you you kind of or enter a right calculation result for a simple uh, mathematical thing right uh the cat is moving forward until it reaches a goal right which can can kind of explain you some some looping and some conditions and whatever right now <clears throat> so control structures basically mm. now i decided against this and decided to make it more physical um physical in the sense of that <clears throat> they actually should not let this uh, cat run in scratch, but do this uh, physically together, right? By by walking around and and uh, kind of uh, yeah, um, I I will basically be the coordinator of this uh, and will explain them later that this is the program, right, which is running, and that is actually <laughs> normal that we we execute on on top of or let's say control structures, conditions, loops, uh, or more complex algorithms every day. In life right let's see and uh, so basically connecting something they already know to to concepts which are a little bit more theoretical which they need to apply at a later point and indeed some of them might have uh, gotten this already some of them might maybe uh, discovered at this point so okay. meaning i like that this is a uh, Session one, session two is then a little bit more, or actually in session one, yeah, there's also an outlook to the project. The decision for the project was like a little bit easy. I would say are uh, inspired by the fact that Elon Musk did buy Twitter and I hate getting more messages from Elon Musk, I have to say, right? It's like I've left Twitter. Like I, I, just... Yeah, I nearly I'm nearly there, right? I'm really <laughs> nearly there, right? Since this guy took it over and, and uh, initially I didn't have a bad opinion about Elon Musk, maybe because I did not pay enough attention to him, but since this guy took over Twitter, right, I'm getting all the time shitty messages uh, and he, he kind of seeks for attention. I'm not sure what this 
is, right? But why the hell, right, should someone buy such a platform just in order to promote himself all the time, right? I'm getting really, in average, much more messages about Elon Musk than I did in the past, right? It's like, like every single day, right? There are messages I don't actually, I mean, maybe I... There, there are ways to avoid this however i mean and there are actually real alternatives to, to twitter i'm not yet there but uh, maybe this will happen soon but what i will do is i will create in the long run in this uh, in those four weeks um, a very simple twitter clone with them right so <laughs> a very simple application which looks like twitter behaves like twitter but at least nice. it's not, and indeed is not twitter at scale right but uh, <laughs> this is basically what Elon musk will end up with or if he if he continues as he does <laughs> right <laughs> something which looks like twitter feels like twitter just doesn't doesn't behave at scale like twitter Anyway, uh, just as a, <laughs> like a little uh, anecdote. Doesn't anyway, so now um, we basically then our session two is about uh, getting your hands a bit dirty with Python. So the program languages language here is Python because I believe Python is a little bit like a very educational language and it's also kind of the universal programming languages. So it's really it's, using it's like used in the UK in schools all the time. So yeah, Python is exactly. definitely the, the choice. Yeah. It's kind of the English of the programming languages. Yeah. Is, uh, indeed, there are reasons why you would not. I, I'm not. I don't want to get uh, dear listener as well, right? If you're techie <laughs> and you're opinionated about programming languages, I don't want to get into any philosophical discussion about programming languages. There are justifications why you want to use C, C++ in some cases, or Java in some other cases. But yeah. for something like education, I think Python is a good choice. It's fine. It's <laughs> a good choice. I personally don't like it, so I only. Use Use it if i must but i understand why people like it so and i think it's a good Maybe. choice for education this is good enough for me i would say <laughs> <laughs> uh, good we had a project recently where we used python as for examples and there is stuff which is maybe a little bit suboptimal if you want to teach specific concepts like object-oriented programming right so i mean python is everything a little bit and uh other programming languages, or I would say, including C Sharp or or Java, actually, from my point of view, have a cleaner concept of object orientation, right? Uh, than than Python has, right? It was a little bit. It's everything possible. You can define classes and so on, right? But uh, it's it's sometimes a bit weird how how it behaves, let's say, or how you need to use it um, by by doing object orientation, let's say. So meaning fine, like for instance, I mean, if someone knows how to do this, maybe it's me. But uh, in order to define interfaces, you basically <laughs> declare your your functions or within your class, and then you you use pass in order to skip the implementation, which is like uh, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a little bit. Like, if I want to define an interface, I just want to kind of. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to have an implementation. Why do you, do I even need to write the 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 method? <laughs> You're not selling it well. Body, right? You're not selling it exactly. well. Exactly. It's like what what is this, right? It's like like well, there there doesn't seem to be an, a clear a clean concept of an interface in, in Python, right? Anyway, so meaning some some stuff is maybe a little bit worse than in other programming languages languages for teaching purposes for specific concepts, but in general it's a good language for, for education. Um good then um yeah, session two, Python, basic data types in Python, complex data types in Python, control structures in Python, and then uh, a demo how to run Python code in this environment, right? And then the exercise is um, the this kind of same exercise which we did before, the simple one, right? Uh, just this time in code. Then, um, and the project work is basically that um, they need to kind of, uh, yeah, think a bit about what they need to process as data in Twitter, right? So they, I encourage them to, to think about data modeling. And this sounds heavy, but on the other hand side, it's it's kind of maybe if you think about object-oriented programming, it shouldn't be too hard to for people to kind of relate to what they see, right? So if mm. you show them Twitter and say, hey, what do you see here? Okay, this is a text message, right? Or it's called as a post, right? Uh, here other people comment on this uh, this is a comment uh, okay and uh, other people means there are people right so we have users and then uh, so in in a sense it should be understandable for for someone who is 12 or 16 up to I 16 so, right yeah. 
that there are specific things they interact with and those things have names and uh, in a sense you can then uh, kind of draw a model and say hey or conceptually this is how they relate to each other or then or logically uh, this is which properties they have which you can see there right and then physically we talk about how to implement this later let's say right okay um yeah so meaning yeah, and then uh, session three is more about objects, properties, functions, right? So, and um, I'm also introducing a bit how to persist data. Um, guess which database I'm using for this project? Well, <laughs> I, I've, I've once heard that Twitter runs on Redis. So is it Redis maybe? Yeah. Yeah, it's Redis, exactly. <laughs> Redis and uh, uh, shameless uh, advertisement here. But yeah, Redis and um, Redis search. So I basically do the full text search in, in, uh, in Redis. It's a little bit hard because in, in the full text search part, it will be a bit hard to explain the, the very details to the uh, kids. But I think what they will get is that, uh, um, yeah, data will be searchable and stuff like this. I will not explain them what an inverted index is or whatever, right? Uh, because it's too too deep uh, for this uh, within the scope. But uh, at least I think having them being able to search stuff will be a good idea. So meaning uh, what do we do in session three, objects, properties, functions, how to persist data. So they actually need to create some classes right um they need to kind of store some data i will give them some skeleton code for this and I'll explain this they need to retrieve some data they need to create a post and store it and they need to kind of um uh, add a comment um and, and store it kind of in the database and then um what i will do is i will kind of uh, give them a full solution uh, as as the result right so they they are kind of working in the skeleton and then they kind of completed in in our final demo let's say right and then also show them a little bit how they can can kind of work with the code a bit better right um i think this is something which will organically be the case so people will have problems and then we can i can show them but hey um here is where you can print a kind of lock message or yeah, a okay. message uh, yeah. about this variable or here is where you can maybe set a breakpoint and this button is allows you to step further and see what this variable has for value and so on and see how this goes right so for some stuff maybe there's more hand holding needed i also depends on the on the kids i would say right but i i assume that with a group of four it's maybe possible if we have some that are really interested to explain also some debugging if not then it's uh, it's just kind of more hand holding which you which you do with them right by by showing them and then um yeah assuming they have now kind of created the the back end somehow again i will wrap this uh, to a specific degree so they don't need so, to implement every aspect so but, the database uh, stays on the individual device for now Right, I don't have a nah, shared database. database the database, point. the database will be in the cloud actually. Oh, it will already be in the cloud at this point. Okay. Yeah, I will prepare them in the cloud. I will prepare them some databases in the cloud. Okay. I mean, theoretically, clothes will stay locally. It's not a big deal, right? But no, no, I was uh, just asking. I'm not saying yeah. it should be local. I was just interested in and how you approach this yeah, i'm not sure i'm not sure yet uh, it's not yet decided but i i think my idea was to to use maybe redis cloud uh, for this right redis cloud allows you to kind of bring mm -hmm. up some redis instances including redis search and so on in the cloud and um yeah for such purposes this is not really expensive so meaning bringing up some some databases ready to be used and then points it's maybe a good idea and then they um, yeah can just use this and i kind of pre-configure their 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 instances to to use this specific database another option would be um, to just run this locally on the machine right the raspberry should be able to run uh, a database and uh, with the amount of data we are kind of using there it's also not very memory intensive of course right? not no uh, you can use whatever the minimum is surely yeah 
Yeah, exactly. So now session four project demo the full solution, including the test cases, uh, more insights into debugging if necessary, right? And then maybe an outlook to the web application. Uh, so the I think the the most engaging piece of it will be to actually see that stuff which they created in the background. So something like hey, we we kind of just implement the class and uh, David showed us how to how to access the data right um, on the back end side let's say right um, and now how do we get this data being visualized and uh, then I will talk a bit in session four about client server architecture indeed um, in a way that kids can understand it and then also about hey, what is the front end what is the back end and then um, yeah in the next step um, I will basically let them run a web server which is already prepared so basically based on Flask and mm -hmm. then um, just let them so the simple task let them send a message to it and retrieve it right so meaning uh, a simple snippet of code which sends a message over as a client nothing to do with the project but then in the project um, uh, depending on how much time we have uh, again it's the last session um, I would then kind of explain them okay fine and now we need to kind of bring this to the next level uh, we have now another web server which is having um, some some additional um, routes and stuff like this defined right and then um, yeah um, show them the final application right front end stuff is a little bit uh, yeah I don't explain the front end stuff too much let's say right but I will show them that there is a nice front end which uses the back end which they kind of completed in the in the third session let's say right so they should be able to understand ah, okay fine this is the back end which we implemented and now this web page here uses this back end and if i do something here i can actually see that my back end is being used let's say right cool. and then uh, if someone is interested we can get into front end development maybe uh, separately but um yeah that's basically it right sounds good so meaning <laughs> Uh, I hope that it's not too challenging for the kids, but uh, I think in, in a sense, it, it should help them to, to first of all, get some basic concepts and finally see something something useful at the end, right? So seeing an actual application is, I think, kind of important, right? Because they need to have the, the, the experience of, of facing the success of having built something, right? Which is actually doing something functionally and it's maybe harder for them to experience this by just having a REST API or just having a CLI or something yeah. like that. Right? No, that's right. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. As, as you say, there's a lot of stuff in there for just eight hours. But uh, yeah, it, it's worth a go. I, I don't know. Maybe they'd blast through it. And as you say, it depends on the individual people, the individuals, right? So... Yeah, I think it's good, but definitely should probably show the the web application to begin with, right? As sort of the overarching yeah, motivation. Yeah, this is what we'll exactly have at the end. The, uh, so this this is what you will build, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I thought about maybe adding also some some kind of uh, other stuff like Git and so on, but uh, on the other hand side, this is too much, right? Too so much. basically, yeah. this will kind of distract people from the um, and at the end they will need to use something like this if they actually develop software, but for for now, the, the focus, I think it's already a lot, right? It's already a lot of stuff which they need to learn there, right? And it, it is a lot, yeah. And some might not make it. That's interesting. I can't wait to hear how you get on. There might be one of the four who just blasts through it. So it might be good to have sort of, okay, if you're done, you can go to this website and play games or whatever to have that in, on your sleeve, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah. yeah, maybe having a switch uh, attached to a second uh, screen or whatever, right? So <laughs> hey, if you're done, just play. Ah, there are plenty of websites. I forgot what they're called, but there are, there are these websites you can go to and, and play some random stuff. So basically, I have the hope that if someone is done, so maybe a 16-year-old is already done and a 12-year-old one is struggling, that the older ones can help the, the smaller ones as well. That's right? a good They're idea. Cooperating yeah. a little bit. Or maybe this, this could be one idea. In general, let's see how it goes, right? So maybe this idea is totally stupid because I'm I'm uh, making it too complicated for them. On the other hand side, well, uh, there should be some kind of cognitive challenge and there should be an overarching project there um, in, in order to give them the, the feeling of success, let's say, right? If mm -hmm. it's too... 
uh, too artificial, let's say, or too theoretical, then then it's also not totally motivating, right? And let's see, right? Uh, again, we are not going to talk too much about front-end development itself, right? Which means that maybe there are a few uh, guys there or, or girls uh, that talking about gender bias, right? I, I got already uh, three people, uh, so I have only four seats, but three kind of reach out and expressed interest. Uh, and right. uh, it's like, yeah, I'm not sure, right? They're all boys. So meaning it's a bit unfortunate, but... Um, it's the same with math doesn't and seem physics. to be easy, right? Yeah, there needs to be more needs to be done to get women into these STEM subjects. But that's that's a whole nother discussion, right? Yeah, exactly, and it's 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 strange how how this bias is even in the younger younger generation. So my 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 son and his girlfriend, and another girl uh, who's a friend of them, uh, were basically visiting our house, and I kind of proposed to the girls, "Hey, would you like to take part in this?" Uh, and then my my son was actually the one who blocked it, right? He was immediately like, which I was like for me, like, "What the hell, right?" So, nah, they are not interested. They are by sure not interested. Blah blah, right? So uh, why because not? He just assume yeah. that the girls are not interested because they are girls, right? But how how shitty is this, right? I mean, uh, maybe yeah. I did something wrong then right? as a, <laughs> as a father. But to be fair, he knew those girls very well, right? So one is his girlfriend, ah. and the other one is a, is the best friend of the girlfriend. And when I kind of said, "Hey, listen, I asked them, not you. They should actually answer me." and uh, um, in a, in, a, in an open way, and they they basically told me then yeah no nah, we are not interested right we are more interested in art and uh, uh, okay. medicine so basically so it was because he knew these particular girls but yeah yeah, yeah yeah but for yeah. me it was like okay it sounds a bit biased well, what the hell right but in this case it was uh, he knew them particularly and he knew which interest they have and something like coding was not any interest he could yeah. imagine for them let's say right yeah. so, to protect him a little bit but yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's still like it was uh, years ago right when when we studied um, i think there were kind of how many students did we have 100 160 or something like this something like that, 10 yeah. or 160 in one in one year and then or computer science and maybe 10 girls right yeah i know it's horrible apparently it's it's still well it's better right so it's, you know my my little son wants to study mechanical engineering right and we're going to all these universities and it's better but it's still it's still not great it might be 20 percent now right but it's still nowhere near where it should be where it must be Interesting. I didn't pay enough attention. I had actually I had a I had a talk at a university, right, um, a few weeks ago. So I was invited by by a university professor here in uh, uh, nice. close to this town, let's say, right, to talk a little bit about uh, practical use cases of, uh, of NoSQL database systems. Right, kind of makes sense, <laughs> given my given my background. So I was there in front of maybe thirty students or something like this, right, uh, talking a bit. Uh, uh, about this and i didn't pay enough attention how many girls and how many boys uh, are there right but it's but say i think honestly i think there were more than 10 percent girls right uh, so maybe as yeah. you said 20 maybe 30 percent right and it was really interesting it was really cool to see that uh, first of all they are interested in the topic right uh, but second uh, they were also very interested by their questions but in 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 jobs uh, in not because they needed to desperately have jobs but they they wanted to get their head around what you can do with a with a computer science degree let's how say, much right? you earn surely right nah, the, nah this was not a question it was more no, i had the I'm feeling surprised. it was more about uh, nah nah then it was they were very polite and nice and so on right so but i, I talked a bit about yeah i did uh, software engineering Worked as a software architect, worked as a pre-sales engineer, also solutions architect, worked as um, project manager, blah blah blah. Right, so I had a bunch of roles, uh, and and some of them didn't know them, obviously, right? Uh, some some or let's say some of them did not know specific of those roles, yeah. like what is a solutions engineer doing? And some of the questions were more related to stuff like this. Some other questions were more were also related to NoSQL. Um, 
the practical usage or when to use what and so on, right? Anyway, it's interesting to see, right? Um, and they were really interested in, in general, right? Which was really nice. That's nice. Right? That must have been great. Yeah, I get it was a small group and so on. And, but I, I kind of, yeah, I think I, I enjoyed it at least. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, uh, and it's, uh, it's good to kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, work on such stuff from time to time, right? So I, I, I kind of also promoted a bit that uh, if they want, they can have an internship or maybe kind of a, um, yeah, a student job or whatever. And uh, yeah, and this might actually be something I'm doing in the future a bit with uh, regarding a project with this university, right? But uh, let's see uh, how this turns out. But it was actually, or uh, yeah, it was a nice experience to be in front of those young people. <laughs> let's see. Right? <laughs> So yeah, so in 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 summary again, right? I like uh, teaching people, teaching young people, or teaching maybe students or uh, or for fun or whatever, right? Or for internships, who knows? But uh, or mentor people at the end, right? I think teaching is maybe not the the right word. I, I like mentorship more, and uh, this could come for kids as just a way to give something back to the community. I'm not really experienced with uh, with educating younger kids, right? Uh, except well, my own let's say but uh, this is the first kind of attempt or well, that's the thing like this uh, yeah I mean you're going to so find out as you go along out. right that's the exactly, only one yeah. way maybe they blast through it and you need to scramble to get more content or mm-hmm. you know you don't finish any of it you never know who knows? Let's see, right? Who knows? And um, if this is successful and one of the older ones is actually interested to to kind of learn more, then he can or she can learn more. And uh, maybe this person is then interested to kind of take part in the next bootcamp as a, as a teacher, right? I mean, it can be something which is a, which scales by itself a little bit, right? Uh, let's see. Totally. I hope it does. I really do. Exactly. Yeah. In this sense, I hope that the listeners found this episode interesting, even if it was not as nearly as interesting as the other topic which you which you mentioned before. <laughs> but we will fix this next time, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I hope it was kind of interesting. If you have any opinions about how such a code camp for kids should look like, if you have any opinion about, uh, yeah, whatever, give us feedback. Um, right. So we you can reach us via Discord. So our Discord service should be linked. Discord server should be linked on uh, crumpyoldcoders.org, right? Um, so yeah, get in touch with us or provide our provide us feedback, and uh, if not, also fine. Right? <laughs> yeah. We will <laughs> find you. Bubble, bubble <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a way, right? Anyway, uh, but yeah, dear listener, thank you for listening, and uh, bye. Thank you.